The moon hangs high in the sky, full in its brilliance. A bank of clouds slide lazily across the sky, an obscure part of the moon shining down on you as you scale the side of the building. You love how the moon illuminates the world at night. In fact, for most of your life, you've considered the moon your closest companion. For a job like this, though, you would have preferred a new moon and utter darkness. But time won't allow it. That's fine with you. The moon gives you comfort. As it should, whispers a small, silky voice into your ear. You smile. It's not the first time your protector has whispered in your ear on a job. You don't really know when the voice started, but it's always helped you out. At first you were distrustful of it, but it never asked for anything, so you've learned to trust it over the years. Finally, you reach the zenith of the Serpent's Dome. This museum houses precious artifacts from across integrity, but you and your companions only need one artifact. You pull out your tools and pry open one of the windows. You set up the pulley system and start to lower yourself down. Use the dust, whispers the voice. You stop your descent and smile. You reach into your pack and pull out a handful of dust and toss it below you. A small spark flashes, and then you see a field of magic appear and then fade. That dust was definitely worth the cost. You begin your descent again. Finally, you reach the glass case and use your tools to extract the artifact. Easier than you thought it would be. You begin to pull yourself back up, but halfway to your exit, you hear the whisper, It's a trap. They know you're here. Drop it and leave. What would you like to do? Welcome back to the 20th episode of How to Be a Better DM. As always, I'm your host, Justin Lewis, and I'm here to help you create more engaging stories for you and your players as you DM a nice session of Dungeons & Dragons 5e. First of all, a happy, happy Thanksgiving to you all. I am incredibly grateful for all of you who listen in every single week. Uh, seeing the numbers go up every single week is it's really fun. I just wish I had a better opportunity to connect with you. Um, so hopefully that can get resolved in the future with my next announcement, which is uh, that I am happy to announce we are working on our Patreon and that should be done pretty soon, so stay tuned for that and get ready for the goodies that come with it. Maybe that will be a better way for me to connect with all of you out there, help you with your campaigns, and just learn your life story, because I, I really just want to connect, especially with COVID-19, forcing us all to separate and isolate, and it's making us very, very lonely. Or maybe that's just me. Uh, but seriously, thank you guys for your continued support, your continued backing, and just listening to the show. Um, and I appreciate all the reviews all the times you share it, basically anything you do to help the show is just super, super appreciated. I may be saying that because it's Thanksgiving, but being honest, I try and be somewhat grateful every single week when I do this because it helps remind me that if no one listens to this show, I'm just a guy putting out content, right? But if you guys listen to it, then we can create a connection and something magical happens. So thank you guys so much. Uh, now, last week, I talked about who shouldn't play as a rogue. Kind of the idea is, as a DM, you have to steer your players to find the character that best fits what they're looking for. This week, let's talk about who should be steered 
toward playing a rogue because it's not everyone, but there are definitely certain attributes that can tip you off that a rogue might be the best thing for them. And again, this is for players who have no idea what they're doing, haven't really heard of D&D before, they, they just are kind of new to the game. So number one is sneaky sneaky. Uh, if you have a player who wants to sneak places, then the obvious, obvious choice is a rogue. Every character will probably be forced to do a stealth check at some point. But generally, rogues are the ones who excel the most in stealth. That's kind of why they're rogues. Number two is steely steely. Similarly, if you are interested in pickpocketing or stealing stuff, then the rogue is right for you. It's basically the job description for a rogue. That's kind of what rogues are. They're dashing characters that steal things and sneak places. And their natural dexterity allows them to get in and out quick, so it's kind of a perfect fit. Number three is assassinations. Any character can technically assassinate enemies, depending on your DM's discretion, or, or your discretion, I guess, in this case. But with sneak attack damage, making a secret kill becomes much easier. Add the stealth and the dexterity aspects to it, and it becomes almost a cinch. Uh, and, and add to that, there's even the roguish archetype assassin. So if that didn't clue you in, I don't know. What Justin here from How To Be A Better DM. We are weeks away from releasing our new actual play D&D show. It's gonna be called Pact and Boon, and we're really excited about it. I wanted to take a second today to introduce the character that I'm gonna be playing in the show, Jolland Gray. Jolland is a six foot tall Earth Ganassi and he has tan skin that is almost the color of Red Canyon rock. He has black onyx eyes and a scar that runs from right above his left eye to right below his left eye. He has a large chestnut colored beard and hair, and he's actually balding on the top of his head. He has a bit of a punch, he's, he's, he's a bit uh, portly. He's always smiling, which is why most people actually call him Jolly. At any given moment, you can expect Jolly to be wearing luxuries clothing because he was a very successful businessman and he loves the luxuries of society when he's traveling as an adventurer though he wears as much armor as he can you see jolly is an artificer specifically an armorer jolly used to run and own a very successful tavern before it burned down and because of that he's very good at brewing alcohol and is actually somewhat of a connoisseur jolly hails from the town of okrandel in Northern Gast, which is the northernmost country on the continent of Rel, in the world of Calignos. Jolly is a happy-go-lucky person, and really, the only thing motivating him right now is revenge. If you want to find out why Jolly wants revenge so badly, and for what, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pactnboon, that's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N, and put in your name and email so you can get notified when Pact and Boon is released. Oh, what? Uh, number four is the underworld of crime. Uh, and this is where I do my, uh, uh, the Godfather impression. As a rogue, you gain the ability to speak Thieves' Kent, which is only really spoken in the city on the belly of society. This naturally connects rogues with crime syndicates, gangs, mafias, and the like. Uh, and you get to be part of the family. If you have a player who is interested in that, encourage them to choose a rogue. But make sure they don't talk to anyone about doing murder on the day of the daughter's wedding. Uh, but if you didn't understand that, basically the idea is thieves or rogues gain the ability to, to speak thieves can't. Uh, and that's usually only spoken in the city underbelly of society. 
and that connects rogues with crime syndicates, gangs, and mafias, things like that. So if you have someone who's interested in exploring the underworld, really, not the underworld of death, but the underworld of crime, then this is kind of a perfect fit. Uh, encourage them to choose a rogue. Uh, number five is stay away from spells. Uh, even if you have a player that wants to choose Arcane Trickster, which allows them to kind of get a handful of spells, a rogue is a perfect character for someone who doesn't want the complexity of spells. Rogues get to do all sorts of awesome stuff that don't deal with spell components, concentration, ritual spells, radiuses, things like that. Um, it's it's somewhat less complicated than thinking about spells because you you have most of your abilities and feats and things like that on your paper. Number six is avoiding damage. And I see this with my wife playing a rogue right now. Rogues get to use their bonus action to disengage, hide, or dash, which allows the rogues to be very mobile. And that's, in fact, one of the best things about this class. And you can also even be stealthy during combat. When you pair this ability with sneak attack, a rogue becomes the perfect role for someone who wants to cause specific damage with minimal damage taken. Basically, dart in, attack, dart out. That's, that's a very rogue-type thing. And it's not exclusive to rogues because there are other classes and you can always choose to just walk away from uh, being in an engaged position, but uh, you get what I mean. It, it, it allows for someone to harry enemies very well. So obviously that's not an ex exhaustive list, but hopefully it helps you direct newbies to the character class that they're going to love. Because remember, that's the goal. The goal is to help your players find a character that they fall in love with and then cry when you kill that character on accident and they have to make a new one. I'm just kidding, but... You may be asking yourself, how do I get more out of how to be a better DM? You probably want even more tips, more entertainment, or perhaps just exclusive access to a secret society of people bent on ruling the world. Well, we don't actually have desires to rule the world, but it does sound like what you want and what you need is to join our Patreon. You'll get access to our private Discord, which will give you direct access to all the hosts of this show, as well as our other Dungeon Masters who are just like you. You'll also be able to make fan requests for How to Be a Better DM. And lastly, you just help support the show so we can give you ever better content. If you want to join the Patreon, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash Start adventure and join our Patreon today. That's probably going to happen. So again, summing it up, sneaky, sneaky, steely, steely, assassinations, the underworld of crime, staying away from spells and avoiding damage are all great reasons to point someone toward choosing a rogue. Thank you again for listening to today's show. As always, you guys rock. You guys are the star of the show. I wish I knew more about you. So uh, if you get a chance, reach out to me at Geronimo Levis on Instagram and just tell your story. Send me a direct message and say, hey, this is the campaign I'm doing. Uh, we're having a blast. Thank you for your show. Uh, and I'll totally give you a shout out on the show. But you guys have a very great Thanksgiving week. Uh, please do one thing for me today. If you listen to today's show or next week, if you're listening to the, today's show, um, just do one thing. Actually, two things. Sorry. One just spend like five minutes thinking about everything you have and feeling gratitude for it. I promise you, your day is going to get better. I know this because I've been dealing with some mental health issues lately and gratitude has been a big part of helping me. But two, call up someone you love and just spend some time with them. Preferably someone that you haven't really spent much time with lately. Uh, because, you know, if anything, 
one of the biggest advantages of playing D&D over other games is the fact that it can bring you together. And I, I guess it's tabletop games in general, but one of the biggest advantages of tabletop games like D&D over video games is that it brings people together most often in a physical space, face-to-face, where you can build better connection. So, and that's what life is all about. Sorry, I didn't mean to get philosophical, but uh, sometimes it's important to remember the real things in life. And I've seen this again, most often lately with my mental health issues, uh, dealing with some things that I'm, I'm going through. People are what really matter. So we will see you guys next week for another awesome and fun episode. But until then, let's go ahead and roll it.